uh, I'll do my best. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I will also do my best. I feel like I don't have a ton to say about this album. Okay. Not well, very... I'm not opposed to doing a shorter episode yeah. if that happens. <laughs> All okay. right. Here we go. It's bitchney, Brit. Welcome to Think Outside the Box. <laughs> Think Outside the Box set. The internet's only outrage Shit. machine. Uh, <laughs> outrage from the get-go by Nathan saying something extremely stupid. And that's me. I'm Nathan Hunt. I say the offensive things right at the start. I'm Cameron DeWitt, and I think that's the closest you've gotten so far. I put a comma in there. I was I was very I I, <laughs> I I put two commas in there. I was mentally punctuating with double commas. Uh, it's very good. We're talking about Britney Spears this season. Her first this horrorcore is... album, Circus. Yeah. It's very ICP uh, vibe. I, I want to go ahead and say to you and to all our listeners, whoop, whoop. And <laughs> a, wicked nev- a wicked clowns never die. A whoop, whoop to you as well, my dude. <laughs> my ninja. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. There's only one circus song in this. Yeah, I don't know why this album is called Circus. There, there is probably one of the circusiest moments in our entire show that happens mm-hmm. <laughs> in that song. That like is is a lot, and is I don't, I have I have no explanation for it. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not a big fan of this album. Uh, it didn't make a lot of an impression on me. No, I thought the last one was better because there was like there were more like hip hop and R and B, um, and I think you said dubstep as well. Yeah, was definitely some dubstep one? on that one. Yeah, yeah, it was like a little more engaging. This one felt a little bit more just kind of straight ahead. Um, it felt dated. It was yeah. like pop. It was like mm-hmm. a, a fair amount of like songs that sounded like they could be Backstreet Boy songs. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. It's just like not very compelling to me. And then there, there are all these like dancey songs that felt, yeah, like just sort of like dated, dated danciness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it just didn't feel as inventive. I agree. And lyrically, the there was a lot less content. I think a lot less. Like most of it, like the lyrics feel like uh, throwaways or placeholders. Yeah, most of the things I had to say about like musical examples, um, I think I only took like five sound samples. It's because most of the stuff to talk about is like in the pre-choruses and choruses, mm-hmm. you know, which to me means that like there isn't a lot of development happening in uh, the other parts of the songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this, interestingly enough, uh the lead singer of this out al- or the lead single of this album womanizer yeah. was Spears's best selling single in the country since B- uh, ellipses baby one more time. Uh, and it received a Grammy nomination, um, which surprised me. Cause I don't think I'd ever heard that song before. I think I don't recognize it either. I think I was just like, so, I mean, I was deep into like 
the Sufjan dungeon and like uh, indie <laughs> <laughs> the the indie the indie this hole. Very kinky, very kinky music. <laughs> I was way down in the indie hole, and I was like very disconnected from uh, pop music, and I think anything that was happening in terms of like top forty or whatever. <laughs> I can't finish unless I'm crying about cancer. <laughs> Uh, Casimir Pulaski day. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm ready to talk about songs. Yeah. I don't think I have a ton to say about the album in specific. It might be a short episode this week, folks. It might be. Yeah. Um, This is, I think, I mean, this is like kind of her attempting to recover after um, being a figure of uh, controversy and scorn and ridicule. Um, which we talked about extensively last week. Um, and so I think there's, there's at least some argument to be made that she is sort of trying to retreat back to the mainstream middle. She's trying to, uh, be like, Hey, I can make, I can make a straight ahead pop record and not rock the boat and I can seem normal again. And I'll just, I'll just be the, the, uh, the normal sexualized pop artist who doesn't have any pretensions towards art or anything like that. That, that's kind of what I the vibe from this album that I get. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, talk about Womanizer. Look at you, getting more than just a re-up. Baby, you got all the puppets with the strings up. Faking like a good one, but I call them like I see them. I know what you are, what you are, baby. So I just want to point out that I didn't say womanizer. I hardly knew her. And I, I just, I just want recognition for that. And I want to, I want a pat on the head and a pat on the back yeah. and somebody to tell me that I've, I've, I've done good champ. You're a good ally. <laughs> ally cookie. Yummy. Nom nom. Mm, delicious. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> she says woman, womanizer a lot in this. She did say womanizer just- a lot. Yeah, that's the I, title I, of the song. I was, into, I was into that pre-chorus where she says "womanizer" a bunch because she's doing something kind of musically interesting. Oh shit! Did she's, I? Oh, I didn't get a sound sample of the chorus. I only got the pre-chorus. Whoops. I I guess that's true. Yeah, that's it. Kind of feels more like the chorus. There's a lot know. of pre-choruses on this album that feel like choruses. Yes, a lot, not a lot of unique lyrics yeah. within each song. Um. Yeah, so she's doing this interesting thing, though, there, where she's taking the word womanizer and she's placing it on different parts of the measure Mm -hmm. so that different beats uh, of the word womanizer are accented um, or not accented against the music where it should be accented. Um, It's like an actor trying to figure out which way they're going to deliver a line. They're like, womanizer 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 <laughs> womanizer um have you seen sorry married an axe murderer oh yeah way yeah. back in the day uh women whoa man whoa <laughs> man <laughs> she stole my heart and my cat <laughs> um i wonder if that movie holds up at all i doubt it even a little bit i doubt <laughs> it me too <laughs> Okay, so, um, yeah, but she's going, 
womanizer, woman, womanizer, you're a womanizer, oh, womanizer, oh, you're a womanizer, baby. Um, so he's a so woman womanizer. He's a womanizer yeah. of women. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, uh, good clarification, Britt. Layers, layers of womanizing going on. Like an onion. Okay, so I, I know that when this song was released and today, there are people who are womanizers and that this is still an issue. Uh, but it felt like kind of boring to me and like kind of dated, like the idea of cu- accusing someone of being a womanizer. Well, she doesn't say much about it except like, hey, you're a womanizer. Right. That's about it. <laughs> Although, right. although yeah. part of me is wondering if like maybe this is maybe like a little bit of a sly song that might be somewhat about Justin Timberlake. Uh, Perhaps. Because she describes him as a superstar. Superstar, where are you from? How's it going? Um, you can play brand new to all the other chicks out here, but I know what you are, what you are, baby. Uh, baby, you got all the puppets with their strings up. There was that NSYNC album, No Strings Attached. Um, yeah, maybe. So I don't know. I maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I, I kind of wondering. Um, yeah, if, if the JT has a little bit of a shadow cast on the song. Yeah, perhaps. Lollipop yeah, so, must mistake me. You're the sucker. Thing. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, she, she does say that, and we should be clear about that. Lollipop must mistake me. You're the sucker. <laughs> Just had to get a clean take of that. Shit. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like I guess the the, the conversation about um, what people are entitled to in sex and relationships is like a lot more nuanced these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it is more kind of widely except you know like two thousand what is this eight eight yeah is that one. Yeah. Like 2000 late. I don't I don't know when dating apps became the m- sort of main way that most people actually like um find dates to go on, mm-hmm. but I feel like it was after 2008. I feel like it was I like think 2012. So. I think 12. Yeah, or I think something. like t- 2011, 2012 was probably like when it started picking yeah, up like, steam. I remember, yeah, I remember people in 2011 being on okay cupid um i think i was at but, that point uh, yeah but uh i rem- i remember when our our <laughs> our roommate our shared roommate made you an account i don't i don't believe with <laughs> with your permission <laughs> that's right when we lived in in newburgh in, in 2010 yeah they yeah, they the made an account palace, for me the kitten factory <laughs> And it was yeah. uh, very illuminating to see because it is it just told me so much of what they thought of me and what kind of image I was projecting out into the universe. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was, yeah, it was not very flattering. <laughs> I think it was mostly about suspenders. Yeah. I think the username was literally like suspender man, like something. Yeah. Suspender man 10 or something. It's like, oh, is he into like rope stuff? No. <laughs> no. He's just a dumb, dumb idiot. Dingus. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I don't know where I'm specifically going with that, but it just feels, uh, kind of boring to accuse someone of being a womanizer. Yeah. Cause it's even just sort of different than saying like a fuck boy, you know, right. or something. I don't think fuck boy had been invented as a term yet, but yeah, I think what 
if someone were to say womanizer right now, I think it would mean something different from what she means or what the word meant in 2008. Because I would take it right. to mean someone who's specifically cheating and right. maybe probably cheating with multiple people on their partner. Um, right. I think she is, uh, I don't know. She, there's definitely like a subcurrent of him kind of, uh, preying on women using his like superstar status. But I think a lot of it, a lot of this song is, is just a, I mean, at least some of it is kind of slut shamey. It's like, Hey, you're, you are like going out and having sex with multiple people. That means you're a womanizer. You should be, uh, finding the monogamous person that you stick with the rest of your life. Yeah, she's. Uh, I think the part <laughs> that most feels slut shamey is too bad for you. You just can't find the right companion. Yeah, I guess when you have one too many, makes it hard. It could be easy. Yeah, yeah. It feels it feels sort of narrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking a lot lately about um, the. <laughs> the social con the social contract of patriarchy mm-hmm. um and how um there's sort of this contract that has been um getting rewritten every day as culture evolves but like there's still this basic thing there which is this idea that yes men are ultimately empowered but they have to but they are the ones who have to keep their own power in check and so, um, if you want more than the things that you are entitled to, which is also fucked up, yeah. <laughs> but the things you are entitled to is finding a companion, um, who will be faithful to you, um, and, uh, making money and like having social influence and, mm-hmm. and power and the ability, the ability to accumulate social and sexual and um, financial power. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you try to go beyond doing that, um, you are sort of abusing the power that it is assumed that you have. And I think songs like this feel, they kind of rub me the wrong way because of the things you're <laughs> talking about, which is like, yes, there is like obviously there is male privilege, but also like, Ooh, I want to like, I, I don't want to step in it in the way that I'm talking about this. I don't <laughs> want to say the wrong thing. Um, I mean, it's, it's also patriarchy it's, to uh slut shame a man. Like when it comes down exactly. to it. Yeah. It's like, exactly. You, because no, good. It's, it's saying that you're like greedy for wanting to have a certain kind of sexual lifestyle um, mm-hmm. or to, we're saying that it's like not respectable to enjoy having a sexual effect on people mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. to be attractive or yeah. Like you don't get to be the object of affection, mm-hmm. you know, if you're leaning too much into that, it's almost like you're acting like a woman. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if you're trying to be a, what are you trying to be some kind of beautiful man? <laughs> <laughs> Who People want to have sex with. Exactly. You're supposed to attract people with your power mm-hmm. and, and wearing a blocky suit and a tie and not having facial hair not allowed (laughs) and keep that hair short so uh yeah obviously again it's like there's there are men who are who are they're they're breaching that social contract in ways that are bad 
because not because of the contract, but because they are just harmful and non-consensual. Right. And, you know, Brady says about this song, it's basically saying, we know what you're up to. It's about guys cheating on girls. It's a girl anthem. That's why I like it. She said that on Z100. Okay. That is like, I get it. Extra text. I mean, I know that's what she's going for. It's not in the text of the song though. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's not saying you're in a committed relationship or like if you're in a committed relationship, you will be unfaithful. Um, you'll be non-monogamous without consent. Mm-hmm. You know? So anyway, uh, yeah, that song kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, I enjoyed the music of it. There mm-hmm. is an interesting thing that happens in the beginning of the song that's not repeated. Um, the intro is in a different time signature mm. than the rest of the song. The intro implies sort of like a slow 6-8. And then it transitions into 4-4. Four, four. Mm. Let's take a listen. With the same eighth note value. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> And if it sounds like an alarm mm-hmm. at the beginning, you mm-hmm. know, like I, I just, I like that pretty well. Uh, I also think the bridge is cool. I don't have anything interesting to say about it, but I think the music of the bridge is, is nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's fun. I really like those lush sounding synths. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a nice, nice, um, kind of, uh, elated moment. Yeah. It's like, it's like video game music for when your character like bursts above the stormy clouds and you're in the sunlight and you're bathed in it. And it's like, <laughs> oh, look at that. And then I didn't get the sound sample of the part that goes. <laughs> <laughs> you can just run right through those mushrooms and those goombas. <laughs> oh, I thought you were humming the the Final Fantasy thing. <laughs> no, it's uh, it trying to be a star. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, no, and I, I, I recognize it now. Yeah. Um, we gotta listen. So, to, we gotta check out Circus, right? Uh, yeah, but again, in the the lyrics in the bridge. Oh, maybe if we both lived in a different world, it would be all good and maybe i could be your girl but i can't because we don't but it's like you do live in a different world where you can like <laughs> hypothetically consent to these things um yeah if you wanted and be the world that you wish to see in this world <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you could you could talk it over with this person and be like hey do you want to have an open relationship or uh you, you know like you, you can you can make you can like it's within your power come on like you can you yeah. can do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would be much more interested in a song that's um that is not about respectability politics. And that's yeah. essentially kind of what this song is. Um is that the problem is that you're being you're not being respectable as opposed to the problem is that you're being not being respectful. Yes. Yeah. It, very good. <laughs> Parallelisms. Pew pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> uh circus. Wicked Circus. Britney's Never Die. Here we go. I love that electric 
guitar. Yeah, so it's like a circus. Did you did you pick up on that sort of subtle uh, <laughs> simile there? Yeah, there's no like circus music in there. Not really. No. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. Uh. I mean, she had she has better songs about this on the last album, and even the la- the album before that. It's about like, hey, uh, the way I am. Uh, performing and the way i am sort of cast by everyone around me is like i'm a performer in a circus and uh it doesn't really add anything to what she has said on this topic before um right it's it's unclear i mean it seems like she's she wants to be a performer in the circus she says i run a tight ship so beware i'm like the ringleader i call the shots i'm like a firecracker i make it hot it's it's a lot of um simile (laughs) yes like yeah, e- even when she's it's like fleshing like a out circus, yeah, it's not a circus. It's, it's definitely not a circus, but it's it's a lot like it. Uh, even to the extent that some of the details are like details of the circus. Uh, like yeah, it's funny. Like she, when she's fleshing out the simile, she makes sure to say it's yeah. like I'm a ringleader. It's like there's and then lions. The she's like, there's a few ways that this metaphor does in translate. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> no arm- animals were harmed in the making of the song there is an elephant in the music video oh wow yeah I-, I feel like this is um this is a song that is mostly an excuse to have a wacky music video slash stage show and that's basically she was like hey i want my next tour to be kind of like a circus um and i want the music video to be like a circus not not a circus but like a circus and i think maybe we should have a song about that that sort of uh gives me an excuse to do it Later, she says, everybody let go. We can make a dance floor just like a circus. <laughs> you know how circuses yeah, are always having a dance floors? Dance floor. <laughs> Spontaneous, <laughs> like, raves stupid. breaking out of the circus. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's, like, you know, partying with the lions and riding elephants around and shit. Yeah, and then, like, I guess the main... It's such an antiquated, like, image and archetype of being a ringleader. Yeah. You know? Um, but like, I, yeah, it's, it's only a surface level kind of understanding of the archetype of a ringleader, but like, I think there's, it's ringleaders. I think are supposed to be like kind of seedy yeah, and like questionable and like probably scumbags mm-hmm. and probably abusive. Like that's sort of like the archetype. Um, it's like, it's where misfits go when they don't like fit into society. And then the ringleader is sort of the person like controlling them all but Mm -hmm. like she she's more just talking about like her having her act together and her having specific expectations there's uh she quotes bertrand russell here there's only two types of guys out there ones that can hang with me and ones that are scared (laughs) (laughs) Uh. um so so baby i hope you came prepared i run a tight ship so beware i'm like the ringleader i call the shots Wow. You're just saying you're a lead, a leader. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm like a leader in any kind of um, large group of, of people trying to do something. Yeah, which is to say, like a ringleader. <laughs> yeah, like any leader is like a ringleader. Is one of those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's only two types of people in the world: the ones that entertain and the ones that observe. 
Yeah. So there's there's multiple ways you can sort of slice the uh, the categories of people. Um, you know, there there are only two types of people in this world: people that are named Brittany and people that are named not Brittany. <laughs> I can do this all day long, Brittany. Come on, don't test me. Um, also, uh, yeah. Who the fuck is going to circuses in 2008? Like that's a thing. They 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 limped on. I I just looked it up on Wikipedia. The the big one, the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. Uh, it limped along until 2017. But I feel like, like, you know, I don't think they were making a lot of money or uh, really doing all that well I, for I went to a couple it decades. Once I have I been to, to a circus. I think it was maybe a Shriners Circus. I wonder if the Shriners oh. are still doing circuses. That sounds. That sounds is. Isn't that like a white supremacist organization or something? Uh, I don't know. I don't. What are the Shriners? I just mostly know the fezes and the little cars. Formerly known as the Ancient Arabic Order of the Nobles of the Mystic It's a Masonic Society. Oof. Yeah, it's, it doesn't specifically seem to, um, Parade unit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just looking at like a boomer uh, in a like a, a hilariously tiny Corvette, um, <laughs> and he's got a fez on. He's waving. This is cute. It's cute. They're, they're fucking playing um, Mario Kart in real life. Yeah, out here. Oh shit! They're, okay. they're still doing the Shriner Circus. Okay. All right. I, I guess well, that's still going on. Bad, bad. I'm sorry. I libeled them. Yeah. They mostly just seem hopefully harmless goofs. Hopefully harmless. <laughs> You never yeah, can you tell, know, like the mummers. <laughs> yeah, those are those are definitely harmless. Oh shit! Um, moving on. Uh, yeah, so I guess I guess there are still c- circi around, um, but yeah, two thousand eight. Um, you, you like you don't need to like I guess make a super detailed song about how you are like the circus. Like we you, that could be a line in a different song. You know, it's like or whatever i don't know it's just it's not a thing <laughs> yeah, that a lot of people connect with i think on a on a very detailed level it's kind of like we have the idea of what a circus is we see it in movies and it's like oh okay that's a thing that used to exist yeah like did did big fish come out right before this or something big fish is 2003, 2003. so five years before it <laughs> this is the end of that big fish wave yeah <laughs> wave nice uh okay does she okay does she Oh, they don't. She doesn't say who's the clown in this circus. I think it's me, Cameron. I'm the clown. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> but, Doctor, I am Britney Spears. <laughs> well, there's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> now I could just coast to the end of this episode. Coasting from the um, beginning. What do you call that? So, should we talk about other songs? I guess so. Uh, other songs to talk about. There's not um, a lot here. I definitely want to talk about If You Seek Amy. Okay, we should. Uh, let's do Kill the Lights, at least for okay. a second. Yeah. That's not funny. Kick them. So, I think this is the catchiest one. It's pretty catchy. I think it's pretty, it's pretty. Also, like, make sure you catch me from my good side. 
pick one. That's fucking great. That is pretty good. That's a really clever lyric. Yeah. Also, um, I think I might have referenced this on this show before, but there was a, uh, briefly, there was a, um, there was a, a, a pair of men's underwear that had a pocket in the, it was, it was a set of briefs that had like a pocket and I had this infamous commercial where, uh, the best man and the groom at a wedding are frantically searching for the ring and they are just like stripping each other down and themselves down to like check all their pockets and like taking off all their clothes. And then finally the best man, like his face lights up and he's like, Oh, and he reaches into the pocket of his essentially like tidy whities and he pulls out the ring and then they're so happy that the best man like jumps up on the groom and is like hugging him with his legs wrapped around him. And then the door creaks open and the rest of the wedding looks at it. And it looks like two men doing gay stuff to each other. And that's a big joke. No, not not that anything, but that, and that was a real commercial. And I, I I saw it on TV. I'm, it might have been like one of those MTV two like the most outrageous commercials of all time. It might've been like that, but I did see it on TV. And anyway, all that to say, uh, the photographer in this song has a set of those briefs and he keeps a wad of cash in there apparently because Brittany says is that money in your pocket or are you happy to see me <laughs> that's the only way I can think to make those lines make sense <laughs> I was like where are you going with this? <laughs> let me see if I, I um, I'll, get a, I'll get a link to the I think there it's on uh, YouTube and we'll put a link to it in the show notes I think we'd be pretty fucked up if your dick looked like a stack of ones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't don't judge. <laughs> um, that's not gonna do anyone anyone any good. Uh, she says if you're feeling froggy, leap. <laughs> <laughs> Where does that term come from? F- being froggy. I don't know. Feeling froggy. It's like one of those things that. Um. I am not privy to. I'm looking it up on Urban Dictionary, yeah. which is probably a bad idea. Uh, oh, God. To be jumpy or anxious to do something. Huh. Most commonly, it refers this- to situations involving fighting or violence. Huh. There's there's this... <laughs> one of my favorite uh, Key and Peele sketches is about, like, uh, the audience surrogate character gets uh, a middle seat in a plane in between key and peel uh and they have this like really wild facial hair that's like carved in all these like weird shapes and they keep talking to this to this guy about how they're prepared if any if any terries which is to say terrorists oh yes Hanford, i remember this uh, are are getting froggy if any terries are getting froggy that's right and yeah it's it it's kind of like when Key and Peel are at their best, in my opinion, is when they're not trying to like say anything. They're just being um, as stupid as possible. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll include a link if if I can find one. Yeah, I think Terry's getting froggy. Yeah, there's. Um, I think that also has like some more memorable nonsense lines uh, that I can't remember. <laughs> That's how memorable they are. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it, your voice. I remember I, um, I had a coworker who had a shirt filled with just total nonsense. And I was like, wait, what's that from? That seems familiar. And he's like, oh, it's from that Key and Peele sketch. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, from the Terry's getting froggy? Yeah. Okay, so I have a sound sample, one sound sample from the song. 
And I really think that she sounds like Dolly Parton when oh. she's singing. Huh. Okay. In this sound sample. Let's take a listen, shall we? You don't like me, I don't like you, it don't matter. Only difference, you still listen, I don't have to. In one ear and out the other, I don't need you. She kind of does a little bit, yeah. I think it's because she's like singing really high and she's not singing breathy. Yeah. I didn't, it was, she just sort of turns into <laughs> Jolene. Jolene. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. God, we should talk about Dolly Parton. I don't know. I don't know what our angle would be, yeah, but I, don't I know. would love to just listen to all of her albums. Me too. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we can do that uh, extracurricularly, though. Yeah. Did you get a Moderna? Uh, the vaccine? Yeah. I got a Pfizer. Oh, uh, maybe if I get a Moderna, maybe we could do it just to celebrate. Because <laughs> she funded that one, basically. Oh, really? Herself. I didn't know that. Yeah. What? That's the Dolly vaccine. Oh, my God. Dolly Parton saves us Stop all once yourself. again. I'm exaggerating. We don't, yeah, we don't deserve great. Dolly Parton. Well, it's true. Yeah. Uh, did you want to talk um, about Shattered Glass? Because you have a sound sample for it. Oh, yeah, I feel like I was <laughs> trying to prep some kind of bit uh, about it. Oh, I don't know. Do if you want me to set you good. up for it? Well, I don't even remember what the bit was. Oh, okay. The sound sample says, and I don't remember why. Then ask your doctor if not cheating on me is right for you. I don't know if well, is that something. Let's take a listen. <laughs> Play the sound sample. Then we'll see if we can uh, reverse engineer. Yeah, this exactly. Okay. How many times has this happened to you? <laughs> it's very infomercial language. <laughs> yeah. Are you having trouble uh, focusing throughout the day? Do you find yourself still calling my name? Do you wish you could rewind time and take it back? Ask your doctor if not uh, cheating on me is right for you. I'm imagining like uh there's two types of like medicine commercials so there's the like i'm a sad lady in (laughs) in my and i can't get out of bed Mm -hmm. and and then there's the i'm outside and it's so bright Mm -hmm. that it's sort of like hazy Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of lens flare yep Uh, and there's definitely a lot of uh, subgenres of that second one um including my favorite uh, dick medicine pills that feature just lots of people just smiling so creepily and just like <laughs> blinding sunlight and like grilling things and yeah. grilling eggplants and whatnot, <laughs> eating hot dogs and all, all kinds of like weird shit. I remember, I remember one where like a man th- throws a football through a tire swing. Yes. <laughs> I see. I saw that one. I know exactly what you're talking I about. I love a big impression. <laughs> Uh, the ball symbolizes sperm, I think, and we all know what the tire represents. Oh my god, tires are oh, so I'm sexy! <laughs> Damn it, I did it. Uh, okay, so let's talk about if you seek Amy. Yeah. That's the ICP moment. <laughs> oh. 
My God, I forgot about that. That's the most absurd thing she's ever done. I that think. was the circ- That was the circus. The circus esque moment that <laughs> yeah. I was talking about. I have to hear that again. Yeah, I have that sound sound, but you can oh. just play it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't. Don't lie to me. Oh, never mind. I, I this again. <laughs> That is this is like a Chucky doll. It is. It's like a Chunky doll, and it's uh, it it's just it feels like uh, she forgot the last line of the pre-chorus, and she's like um la 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 la. la. <laughs> there are actually la la la's in the intro and the interlude too. <laughs> Do. So this this song feels like it's supposed to be like kind of homoerotic. That's that's the weird tension of this song because it's all about she she it's all in the third person. Uh she's talking yeah. about her, but the uh the key to the song is in the title and this is I I credit the genius for um telling me about this. It is meant to sound like F U C K me. Fuck me. She's yeah. spelling out F U C K me. Yeah, it's sort of like a Garth Brooks esque, like reverse engineered. Yes, yes, it is. But then Gag. also, Amy becomes like this, like weird avatar patronus of her sexual side or something. <laughs> I mean, at least that's kind of how I read it. It's like I don't think sure. I don't think this is a a intentionally. Well, I don't think it's homoerotic in a literal sense. But she is talking about like. I, th- I think she specifically says like men. No, maybe not. Um, but people like wanting to fuck Amy and right. All of the boys and all the girls are begging to fuck me. Basically, is is how the chorus goes. Um, okay, that's interesting. I feel like that's the first kind of hint of anything homoerotic, other than like like in her discography, mm-hmm. other than her kiss in Madonna, right? Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of scanning through the music video here and there's Brittany, but then there's also this other character who is played by Brittany, who's kind of like a throwback kind of, um, what's the character in Mad Men, the, the protagonist's wife, Betty Draper. Betty Draper. It's sort of a Betty Draper kind of mm. kind of looking character. And that's Amy? Um I feel like maybe she's Amy and she's like very out of place and she's baked a pie. Um yeah. so maybe that's who everyone When I think sexually liberated, I think Betty Draper and a 1960s yeah. housewife. I mean <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird imagery, Cameron. Yeah, so yeah. Uh I mean, I don't know. This song's great. It has a cool cuss in it. They get away with doing a cool cuss by spelling it. Yeah. I mean... It's it's very schoolyard. It is very... Sc- yes, it is. You're right. Yeah. H-E double hockey sticks uh, type <laughs> type uh, lyric writing. Um, once again, yeah. though, Lady Gaga one-ups Britney um, because in uh, the song Poker Face, in the chorus, at least two times, she pretty clearly says, fuck her face. Oh, great. And she slipped it past the sensors, even though it's like pretty, you can definitely hear it. Um, I wish I had a... We got to talk about Lady Gaga. We do. At but some point. Is she un- misunderstood, unrecognized, or dismissed, though? Well, 
It's hard to say. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to think about that. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> I think at this point, people... Well, she, I feel like she kind of created some moral panics. Yeah, but definitely on uh, purpose. And it was always right, about like... And I feel like people understand that now. Now that she's like a movie star. Mm. So... Hmm. Okay, let's let's talk about mm poppy. We gotta talk about mm poppy <laughs> for for one particular reason. This is the weirdest sequel to that Tracy Chapman song I think I've ever heard. <laughs> the sound sample started with, with this fast car, I can really get far. <laughs> Don't break my heart. Um, yeah. Mmm, uh, Poppy Love You. Mmm, Poppy Love You. But that's the thing. The, the song's called Mmm, Poppy, but she says Papa 90% of the time. Did she say Papa just now? It sounded like Papa. She Poppy. definitely did. And I there's fe- a bunch of other, there's only a c- couple times when she says Poppy. I think it's in the breakdown where sometimes she says Poppy and sometimes she says Papa. 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 Poppy. I th- I think she's just like not pronouncing Poppy very distinctly. Because if you kind of like mumble like Poppy, Poppy, Papa, Poppy, Poppy. This sounds really different what you're doing right now. Really? <laughs> Okay, yeah, now I, I think so. Man, I wish I had yeah, the play, ability. Play it again. To... Play it again. Ah, oh, oh, skip I like that synth. It reminds me of Ah Ah Take On Me. Here it comes. You're right. It's pretty distinctly Papa. Fuck, you're right. Yeah. It feels like a weird oversight in the song. Yeah. Um, and it's like Poppy would be like a very like, you know, like a a, a Puerto Rican like kind of thing to say. Um, I think there are other cultures. I think that's also a Dominican thing, but maybe. Okay. I'm not 100% certain, but I think it's, it is, I think it is wide, more widely used than just Puerto Rico. I think. Yeah, like my image of that is like islands in the Atlantic, mm-hmm. you know, like where where I hear that, like poppy. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe, yeah, maybe it's wider than that. But um, yeah, so it's like, are you doing some sort of, I don't know, there's something in the genius about it being a Latin pop influence similar to Madonna's. I don't uh, hear I a lot of that. Bonita. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Okay, so there's a part at the very, the very end where she kind of lays it all out and explains the song, and I, I feel like she should have started with it. Do you want to play yeah, a sound sample? Exactly. Her worst Madonna impression. <laughs> yeah. She's like putting on a Madonna. That sounds like a Madonna voice too, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, she's wearing Madonna face. So once again, uh, I'm your mom and you're my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and uh, and that's definitely a a very cool and uh, not at all fucked up way to uh, sort of cast a relationship or pattern it. 
Um, I mean, uh, uh, I don't want to yuck any yums. I mean, if people want to have fantasies, whatever, go nuts. <laughs> okay, so I th- think there's only one more song that I want to talk about. There's My Baby. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say about it other should. than it's a, just a very sentimental song about her having a kid. Literally her baby, yeah. Yeah. Makes me cry. Uh, That, uh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's she. Uh, you may be about to say the same thing, but she sings because without you, how did I get through all of my days without you? In this ever changing world in which we live in. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. That that that's weird, repetitive grammar and stuff. But also, it's yeah. a. I feel like not a great way, not a great thing to say to your kid. Uh. No. It's a little. Don't put that on your kids. Yeah. Don't put that on your kids. It's. You know, you co- can't codependent. make it through without me. <laughs> I'm the dad. Exactly. I'm the mom. <laughs> uh, exactly. You're the one with tiny hands. I can make you, and I can unmake you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's. Um, I mean, it's it's essentially like badly written poetry. Tiny hands, yes, that's you, and all you show. It's simply true. I smell your breath. It makes me cry. I wonder how I've lived my life. I mean. I mean, I think I think literally we've heard ICP right similar. Brush its teeth. Uh huh. I smell your breath. It makes me cry. <laughs> Stop eating garlic, kid. Jeez, wooey. <laughs> Who's feeding you? All oh, right, me. <laughs> Too much onions in that breast milk. That's probably a thing. Onions and breast milk. I mean, every yeah. everything is is something sexual for somebody. <laughs> Somebody's probably has that fetish. Hey, we should go. <laughs> I think that's enough. <laughs> it's only going downhill. Yeah, it's yeah. There's nothing much more to say about this song. It's I I, I appreciate her sentiment. I don't doubt it's genuine. I don't think this is an especially. She wrote the song. Yeah, yeah. You're right. That is a good point. Um, I don't think it's an especially artful way of of putting it or engaging with um these ideas. And I think also that weird like codependency what's that and it's not trying to be artful yeah it's um, just supposed to be sincere and i think and if anything i kind of appreciate it because it's like all right this is britney spears getting to do something that she yeah. wants to do it's in showing her her sensitive side and yeah. and as we all know and it's right after lace and leather <laughs> yes it is that's also weird there, there's a lot about uh making babies on this album and then you know following up with uh cuddling babies <laughs> yeah first you make them <laughs> then you cuddle natural. them that's how it works yeah it's um, the nature of things yeah and and uh britney is mommy and uh i guess the baby <laughs> is poppy and that makes them lovey so <laughs> i think we can end there wow fuck Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck this podcast. Uh, all right. Bad podcast. Let's um, close it up. Yeah. Let's close it up. Uh, thanks for How listening. How many more albums do we got? I think we have... Oh, shit. That's a good question. I think we have three or four, I would I would yeah. take a guess. Um, uh, three more. So, 
next next week's album is going to be or <laughs> we're dropping albums every week. Next week's <laughs> episode is going to be a day late because uh, Nathan has homework. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, love, love to hear it. Homework yeah. is great, but then he's going to have like a, a lot of not homework. Yeah, and uh, and then maybe he'll be editing some of these episodes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. So uh, next week will be uh, will be femme fatale <laughs> or femme fatale if you really want to get French with it. Um. But in the meantime, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, you can visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Tweet us at Tobias Podcast. Um, you can engage with and support us in a number of ways, including writing us a review on iTunes. That helps. Um, if you want to support us directly, you can go to our Patreon at support.boxset.website um, and kick us a few bucks. And if you do, you'll get access to all of our bonus materials, which include a couple of like pretty long full-length episodes um where we watch icp movies and uh we keep promising also to to watch like eight mile and i think we i think i think we should do that in person yes i think now now that i'm vaccinated weekend out of it and the um now that the weather's getting better and i'll be done with classwork soon we can maybe uh focus a little bit more on that i I would love to see uh crossroads the britney spears movie we should do that yeah we could watch Oliver and Company. Yeah, that, and have that would be fun, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your son, the guest. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're we're planning some some more fun uh, bonus materials, uh, but we also have a weekly mini show that we put out. I think we almost went an hour, so I don't know how many it is at this point. Sometimes, um, I talked about the thrilling conclusion to my thoughts on them, the Amazon Prime television show for the web, and Cameron talked about. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, both, both of, of them, them. together. <laughs> Two t- great tastes that taste great together. <laughs> um, you should also listen to Cameron's other podcast, which is called Get Up in the Cool, and is and is about traditional music's mostly acoustic. Although, like all of the descriptors you could put on the show, uh, you have at least one exception to. You have had electric. Yeah instrumentalist so it's not acoustic yeah. it's not strictly acoustic music it's not strictly old time either it's uh yeah. it's mostly traditional mostly acoustic uh musics uh mostly uh, situated toward the old time uh appalachian fiddle and banjo style but not exclusively yeah it, you, here's what i'll say about it it's mostly uh candid music making Ooh, that's even, good even in the even in the uh the era of uh um, remote recordings, which I hope to never do again once <laughs> everyone's uh, all vaccinated and go back to truly candid, but it's still pretty candid. So it's, um, yeah, it's about, f- it, it's folk music yeah, and everything that that means and everything that doesn't mean <laughs> in the music industry, it's actual folk music. Yeah. We're making it every week over at Get Up in the Cool. Hey, yeah. Go check it out. Yeah. Everyone go check that out. All right. Well, until next week, I've been Nathan Hunt, and I'm wearing Madonna face. I've been Cameron DeWitt, and I'm going to run through these Goombas. (laughs) It's a mashup. (laughs) 